This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. Hi, this is Marina Sirtis, Deanna Troy from Star Trek The Next Generation. You're listening to Trek FM. T. L. Grey, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Daniel Pruce, sitting in the center chair this week, joined, as always, by my two co-hosts. On my left, I have Darren Moser. Darren, you're looking a little pinker than usual. Are you feeling well? Uh, no, actually, I think I've caught a case of the uh, Denoblian flu, but um, supposedly just the my pigment will return to normal in about uh, one Denoblian fortnight, which... <laughs> God, I'm hoping is not a long time, but I really don't know. That's that's rough. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, and joining me on my right is is Philip Gilfus. Philip, you're looking much thinner than normal. I would say almost two dimensional. How are you feeling? Well, I mean, uh, I'm feeling good. Good. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm really not moving as well as as I could be. Um, also, did Your I mouth is barely moving, Philip. <laughs> did, I just, did I just walk by that door? I feel like I just walked by that door. But anyway, no, no, things are going well. I mean, I'm not as optimistic as uh, Darren with the Denobulin flu. Um, but but no, things are going well. But I, I feel um, what's the word? A little energetic would be another word. Like animated. That that's how oh. I'm feeling. Wow, that was a, I think that was a little too on the nose, Philip. <laughs> uh, now they're actually going to be able to guess what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but we also have with us, joining us for the very first time here on Earl Grey, a very special guest, uh, the man who has been putting a face to our nonsense for a very long time. Uh, we have Trek FM's art director, Aaron Harvey. Aaron, welcome to Earl Grey. Thank you very much. Portside Panthers rule! <laughs> Starboard <laughs> Sharks all the way! <laughs> Lizard babies! Uh, oh, Gosh, oh, too, Dad had to bring soon. them up. Yep. Too right. soon. He's rubbing it in. The, he's just rubbing it in, guys. I guess he has the right. Don't he's earned, he's win the, the right. mentioning the winning team when you come and visit the home court. I know. Is, we are like I'm even wearing our away. I know folks can't tell on the podcast, but I'm wearing our away colors for free enterprise. <laughs> oh, um, and then uh, I think uh, uh, Darren is wearing our home shirt, and then Daniel's in the uh, training uh, free enterprise uh, shirt. This is uh, I'm the water boy. Thanks. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do today, guys, is we are going to talk the animated series. And not the one that... Uh, wait, wait, Dan, no, <laughs> we already have a podcast about the animated series. We don't need to talk about... Oh, wait, okay, yes, sorry, yes. sorry. <laughs> uh, not the one you may be thinking of. Um, I brought, uh, we brought Aaron on here, and obviously p- uh, people have known at this, up to this point that uh, they've recently launched, Aaron and Darren, uh, our newest show on Trek FM. Saturday morning trek, and it's a fantastic listen. Go ahead uh, over there and listen to it. But it it got me thinking. Uh, 70s in trek. Guess what, guys? We're not very well represented over there. And by we, I mean TNG. And like we've talked about before, TNG kind of finds its way into all sorts of other treks. So I I thought, you know, 
Why not have a what if of um, doom, 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 <laughs> doom, 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 a what doom, if doom. of TNG TAS? So I know maybe this concept has has occurred to you before, or maybe it's brand new. But let's just just start it off, guys. Does this blow your mind with awesomeness, or would, is this like the worst idea I've ever had in my entire life? Well, I when you brought up this idea, and also I I can't say enough how Aaron Darren as co-host amuses me. But anyway, um, <laughs> that that, that the, my question is this: when you brought up this topic of that animated TNG series, my question to you is thus: Is this of the time, or is this like now? Because I know you Warzies, war, Warzites, war, whatever you all call yourselves, you know you have your animated Star Wars um, stuff, which is very. You know, I hear I hear the good things. I hear the good things about it. That's sort of like the modern animation. But is, is this going to be like late '90s? You know, X Men, TMNT animation. Because <laughs> if it is, that's awesome. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is one of the things that we'll talk about is when would this take place? But what if that is that the first place your mind goes, Philip? I am because I'm 90s. Think, I'm imagining like just think of like the X Men for those who, who remember the 90s uh, X Men cartoon. You know, sort of like you know all of the X Men, of course, in their little like uh, costumes. Imagine like the season one tight uniforms over our TNG folks. Like the X Men spandex, Riker's got his knee up on something. Yeah, so Picard's like muscle. Well, Picard's already in the X Men, so yeah. you know, like they would be drawn exactly like those characters. Like you know, Rogue would basically be Troy, just have a different color shading and less flying. Um, Wait, we already talked about this. I feel <laughs> actually, this it would be really funny if like it was made by the same, you know, the same animation company and. Because they had both uh, both Xavier and Picard, they just never animated Picard standing up. So he was just constantly always sitting in the, ready in the room? center chair. Whatever. In the observation <laughs> lounge. <laughs> why, why won't Picard get promoted to Admiral? He just won't stand up. I'm confused. I thought we already had an animated TNG in the 90s. Wasn't it called gargoyles or something <laughs> you you that is true you might confuse it <laughs> because is. of the uh, the amount of crossover with the actors there but uh didn't take place in space but you know what it would have been a cool crossover right uh, well i just want to cross over everything i know anyways what uh, uh aaron and darren what about you guys what do you uh, do you now like salivate for the idea of tng tas or no you just did just I definitely am leaning more towards, you know, I'd like to see it, like Philip said, in a 90s context. I don't necessarily think I want to see 70s style filmation <laughs> with TNG characters. Um, I don't think it would be that different. But yeah, but something with X-Men style, I think that's a good style to go with. Because they all kind of look the same that back then, like the, the Spider-Man and the X-Men, and like they all kind of had a similar style. But you know, then we get the Marvel Fox crossover. You know, Saban is in there. You got you got all the big players going on. Oh, the Fox Animation uh, Hour, yes. Yeah, the what was it the Fox Kids Club? Oh yes, oh yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, yeah, there was like a guy like in a clubhouse. Oh, the recesses of my memory, but um, but yeah, but I mean, X Men had like seventy six episodes, so psh, we could easily do that. Well, in my mind went to, like, is this going to take the place of TNG? Like, is this after TNG starts? Because if it's before TNG, then it would be at the time of, like, 1987, where you've got, you know, 
those shows are like Gem and Hulk Hogan and Laser Tag and, and Transformers. Transformers and and Filmation was still around for like a couple more years, so they could have actually. You can't make Gem be the first thing because then the theme song is just playing throughout everything you now say, <laughs> and I'm just gonna live forever. Gem, Galaxy High. There, that was in space. <laughs> so then we okay. So this, I guess, this has kind of led to this part of the conversation where we should establish for the rest of our suppositions and our ideas and our thoughts and what we want this to be. Since we're just kind of hypothetically coming up with this series on the spot, when do we want it to take place? Uh, and when in universe do we want it to take place? Okay, I'm going to assume, and you can agree, disagree with me if you want, guys, but I would assume this is going to be post-TNG. We're going to get our seven seasons, at least. Where, where I'm, like, where would, it, where would we want to put it? Would it come before the movie started, or would it come after Nemesis? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, w- I mean, I would definitely be, like... Uh, before the movies, or maybe like after generations, like it could be like maybe like generations. Yeah, I think is it before or after generations? Yeah. That's the. I, I'm, I'm gonna lie yeah. here, so just go with me. Generations was so successful. Everyone just buy it. Everyone just buy what I'm saying. Generations was so successful <laughs> that we need to have Star Trek: The Next Generation back on television, but we can't because we canceled it. Oh, we were so dumb. Wait a minute. What's a cheap way to do it? <laughs> All right, I can I can I can go with that. And by some in this parallel universe too, Gargoyles is a failure, so all the voice cast is available to jump on this new show. And then we're going to have to figure backwards, out but that because I, and I assume you have, you have rules on, on Saturday Morning Trek, guys, that um, the rule is, of course, one cast member is not allowed to participate, so we have to figure out who that is in the TNG crew. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be fun to come up with. All right. Okay. So post- Generations, pre-first contact, uh, the beginning voyages of the the Starship Enterprise E are going to be animated. This is going to put us before or 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 on. I guess we it could be if it's going to. Oh, but then it's not going to be the Enterprise D. That is a sad part, though. But we mm. could have in the opening the destruction of the D. You see it like all animated and awesome, and then the E comes in like whoosh. Okay, like it's new, and everyone's getting all excited. Now, now you've created the. A cool, <laughs> odd, weird 90s intro theme of like. The Enterprise was destroyed, but a new Enterprise was built. Plenty of letters left in the alphabet. <laughs> it's Star Trek TNG TAS. <laughs> That's it. That's the intro right there. <laughs> sets up everything you need to know you know what i'm doing with my next like week (laughs) and you just have like troy doing like a wink (laughs) oh man oh boy okay yeah that 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 works (laughs) uh so who would animate this as far as like the company would this be i i seriously think think marvel saban same as X-Men. But, but that wouldn't work with the, the business. It would be yeah. like, oh, like DreamWorks, okay, okay. wouldn't it? That's on Fox. They so just couldn't do they that. just started. Did DreamWorks exist? 1994. They started. Okay. So oh, that's true. I don't know if DreamWorks Animation did. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well remember, remember, Star Trek is always a flagship, ha ha ha. But it is because, you know, whether it's 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 whether it's uh UPNing, whether yeah. it's uh CBS all accessing, you know, whether it's syndication, so uh, Star Trek TNG TAS is going to be, you know, DreamWorks Animation's flagship animation, blah blah blah. So 
Perfect. So 1996 is produced. It's made. We're getting we're getting at least a season of this awesome <laughs> now, trans- the, transition this to the me. E. And, and Michael Dorn, of course, isn't isn't on it because war. Is... Well, okay, we don't know that. We but can... he's writing stories for it, right, guys? <laughs> well, I'm saying we could do we could do a quick. Or he's a captain. <laughs> we can do a quick one over on Deep Space Nine and say he signed the contract for our TAS before he signed his Deep Space Nine contract. No, okay, fine. But he would have left already by then. Not if it's right after Generations, right? Right. I don't remember right. exactly. The no, but he would. But but he would have. Oh, I see. I see. No, right, but he right. would have been replaced by someone, a, an alien. You know that we could only do an no animation. a human. He's replaced by a human. Oh, that would be terrible. No, he's replaced by Mendoc. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was. You mean Mordoc? Yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> Guys, of course he's he's replaced by a cetacean. He's. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> we have our dolphin security officer. <laughs> there you go, and he becomes the instant breakout character <laughs> of the next-gen animated series, and no one cares oh, about Michael Dorn anymore. Oh, it's that, poor it's that awkward twenty episodes in, like all the TNG original cast hates, like the new voice of Flipper, <laughs> who's like now getting all the he, he, Flipper becomes the Poochie of TNG TAS. Does that mean it's the very end of the animated intro? It's like, and now there's a dolphin crew. <laughs> and it just, it like comes on screen. It's like, and then, like, like in the little circle in the bottom, like his head, like the circle opens and his head pops out. <laughs> we we got to think of like, who's like a quintessential, like a nineties anno- voice, annoying nineties oh. voice actor that would like, oh, like, like top or Not something. Gilford Godfrey. Gilbert Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. Gilford Godfrey. Gilford Godfrey. I think this, I think there's Romulans. On, I don't know. I can't. Steve. So Iago <laughs> as a pet. As a dolphin. No, I like oh I like hot off of his his. Or wait wait wait, this would be ultimate nineties. Just have Brett Spiner do Fran, it. Totally Fran Drescher. Do. Oh, we do need <laughs> we do need more women representation. Yeah, why not? There yeah. you go. That yeah. is true. We gave you another women crew member. She just happens to be a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to think. You've got this. You've got this mid to late nineties animation going on here, and. Uh, <laughs> Commander Flipperette is sitting at the console. <laughs> and Commander Flipper, Flipper Daniel. <laughs> Flipper, Flipper regular. Flipper. Oh, I didn't know we were. I didn't know we were actually using Commander Flipper. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. Ew. It's always Commander Flipper. Jeez. But I'm 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 trying to picture like until the lawyers come in. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> How animated would her button presses be? Like, would she just be flailing at the console? <laughs> like, I don't know how like she has the tactile ability to use the L card. No, no, no. Maybe she has telepathy because yes, all yes, there's always yes. a creature that has telepathy. You have read you my just, mind already. <laughs> and you see the little lines go like I, I love I love that Flip, Commander Flipper is like the ultimate focus group character. <laughs> like you have like the established TNG we need an animal. The kids like you bring we need, you bring in all the TNG we need writers. We're going like this is gonna be great TNG doing things we've never done. And you have the producers going, yeah, but this is a kids show. All right, we got a great kids character. What, what does he need? Telepathy, telepathy. All right, and it's a dolphin. And uh, what else? What else? What else? And he likes to do it a skateboard, right? Yes, he's on a skateboard. <laughs> he's on a skateboard. That would be awesome. And, like, we give him a special rank, like, Extreme Commander or something, because that's super 90s. 
The exosuit transforms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he does X games in his tank. <laughs> There you go. No, I'm trying to think of like '90s products. It's like, <laughs> hey, cat, uh, you know, skip it. <laughs> just Stupid ultimately, man. just like that. Flipper's being pushing <laughs> toys to kids. No, 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 no. He's obsessed with late 20th century <laughs> oh, toy yeah, products. Right. So every week, it's a she. Like, hey, it's a she. She, uh, you know, yeah. Anyway. So she, so she comes up to the bridge. On, What's on, the plot of this great story? <laughs> she comes up to the bridge one episode with a tamagotchi on her little flipper. <laughs> oh boy! And then Data can't, like, tries to feed it and it dies. <laughs> There's a whole episode right no, there. No, no. Because I mean, these o- are 22 minutes, so they go fast. There's his ode to Tamagotchi that he writes. Um, and oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really funny. Uh, okay, um, I, we got a little off track there. Um, Didn't we? <laughs> no, I, I think we went right <laughs> where we should have gone. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, we realize, of course, that just like um, uh, Jimmy Doohan, how many, how many characters is Brent Spiner in TNG TAS? All of them. <laughs> At least three. At least. And all the aliens. and yep. Yeah, all the yeah. aliens of the week. Any computers that we run across, uh, and and I guess since Marina has done uh, voice work, is she all the female characters? Like, uh, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, I she's think we, Majel we could still get Majel. Yes. I think Majel could still be the computer voice. I mean, think of it; she would have the ironclad contract that she's always the computer. I, and if if by contract so. you mean married to the uh, the creator, yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I think exactly That's a marriage contract. Is. <laughs> You know what's uh, what's t- more of a license. What's kind of like c- popping into my head now, and I'm going to claim that our th- hypothetical TNG TAS show would be the first ever to do this, and I have no idea if that's true, but I'm going to claim it's true. Uh, but we could have crossed over with Deep Space Nine and Voyager being the only animated show to cross over with a live action television show in history. How cool would that have been? That would have what been. What would that look like? Well, no, you just bring you just bring characters onto the show. Is this like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> or like <laughs> would, Oh, I think yeah, I was thinking that direction too, but you mean the no, other that's direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool, actually. It's like they hop in a shuttlecraft and then the next show, like the shuttlecraft show, it's just animated and it's like in the other show. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more like <clears throat> You know, uh, our our characters go to Deep Space Nine, and like you see the exterior of Deep Space Nine, and it's it's all live action. But then you see an animated Enterprise there, and <laughs> is, that, is that for um, you are cordially invited? Can we now <laughs> yeah. cartoon the Enterprisey? <laughs> half the half the characters in the audience are animated, and half of them are real life characters. That would be pretty cool. They're like, sir, they can't dock with us. They're two dimensional. <laughs> the docking clamp will go right through them. Oh boy. As you and rotate Deep Space Nine, you just see it. Just like there's just a it's just a line, a <laughs> plane, plane. <laughs> Oh, okay, Ugh. this is going in all sorts of different directions here. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so we're so we're post generations. We have an awesome dolphin crew member yeah. on a skateboard. <laughs> Could be on UPN Kids. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, all right. Um, okay, so let's talk now uh, story and uh, what would we like to see? What maybe did we get a little taste of in TNG that could have translate? better or or could further the storyline in animated uh in a way that it would be able to do in live action is there anything that pops out well, i mean like aaron you're you're our, our you're a tis expert as far as stories 
Like, what would you say, translating that to TNG, what would be the translation between TOS to TAS? What would TNG to TNG hmm. as far as stories? Like, will we have uh, one of where Picard goes back in time? And Yeah, time travel would always be, that would be a good one. Um, something to do with, like, the... Uh, uh, what is the episode where we find the ship that has the computer virus on it, and it's from a thousand years ago, the war? Isn't that the first and... one? <laughs> Beyond the so wait, wait. I was thinking, does that mean that the animated series takes place in line with the Dominion War? <laughs> and so we, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, wait, are the Jem Hadar on the, the skateboards? Gem- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And and they're all Ketracel white. Uh, <laughs> now now I'm imagining like j- the the fount or like uh, the the Vorder are more like Team Rocket or something. You know? Oh boy, here we go. You're gonna get me. Aww. I'm thinking two things here. First, one is that the Jem'Hadar skateboards have horns all around the outside. <laughs> oh, of course. And then obviously. And then and then yeah, Ketracel and a Ketra- and a Ketracel white. Yeah, pouch Ketra- Ketracel right there. white would be turned into the after the episode Ooh. message. And- it's yes. like ecto cooler. Yes, that would be the anti-drug. <laughs> they message. chug it. They chug it. You see, you, you see kids. You see kids at like school and stuff, and they've got this tube going in their neck. <laughs> no, no, I see Wei Yun coming out, and he's like, he's opens up the box, and he's like, we, you know, we bless the founders for this great whatever, and then he opens it, and then there's like a six pack, and they all go to school like, <laughs> and they just like, oh, and it like zooms oh. in. Oh. <laughs> Catch yourself, <laughs> oh boy! Okay, and like after 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 a softball message. game, you, you, the moms would be out there with star crunches and Ketracel white. <laughs> oh boy, it just sounds like a drug. It's so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. So bad. But actually, oh. we were going somewhere legitimate with that, Darren. Before <laughs> yeah. you interrupted that, uh, yeah. Any story ideas that maybe we that would be. Would be better told in this format than what we actually got. Well, no matter what story we do, I mean, the one thing that I kind of discovered in watching the animated series is that there's no time for B plot. It's, I mean, these are really fast. I mean, all of Star Trek is 45 minutes except for the animated series. So you're, you like blink and you're like, oh, it's over. So whatever these plots are, they they have to be just one thing. No time for character development. No time for any extra stuff going on. Question, is Spot now a talking cat? <laughs> uh, obviously. He's been fitted out with she, a... Uh, Darren, trans- she, Darren. <laughs> she. She has something that she was, lets her talk with the... With she was a he like the whole time until the... Until uh, till pregnancy. Genesis? Uh, no, but okay. Hang on. I have to rebuttal something you just said there, Darren. It may be the case that uh, in the 70s and with the the animated series, not a lot of character development. But if you actually go back and watch something like Spider-Man or X-Men. That is true. Very character-focused shows. They were actually very linear. Yeah. So you could still tell those kinds of stories. You would just have to break it into arcs, which is what they did as well. Mm. And I feel Spot is more of a TNG TAS character. Um. (laughs) Maybe uh, Spot finds a home planet. There you go. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, so what popped um, into my head initially was um, where no one has gone before. That would have been you could have done again cooler kind of effects with that. Well, uh, I, I mean, I'm just going to throw out exposing the traveler to a children's show. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe not a great idea. Yeah, that's true. 
I think something like the chase. If you had, you know, it's one of those, you know, that could be an arc, you know, not not that specific one, but something where you have like a goal at the end with sort of the, you know, almost that that proto um, Harry Potter sort of thing where they've got things Core to do cruxes. along the way that you, yeah, yeah, you basically you find something and then you allow the Wait, the plot. You found one intact. Well, he'd already thrown it away, so <laughs> you know we don't have it anymore. So no, like there's no specific things like say we did get the seven seasons and is there nothing that you'd want to see picked up in an animated series mm-hmm. and i i'm asking myself as well it's i'm, I'm also trying to think how again. does roe come back daniel animated awesome mm. yeah <laughs> and introducing again roe lauren <laughs> well i'm just like imagining all the characters like because all the characters are back except Worf because we have Commander Flipper who's who she's having a ball. Um, and I'm, I'm just trying to think because it's the Enterprise E, right? Of course, it doesn't necessarily have to be the first contact E. So it's you know whatever how, but everyone, I think it's almost easier for animation because everyone has the same uniform. They're all like wearing the black uniform now. That's true. Wouldn't we it's, have Wesley back? Mm, for the kids, because that mm. yeah, I mean that's because you've got your tie-in to uh, you know. It's, Using the mindset of Saturday morning television, it's like, oh, it's something that the kids can connect to even more so than the actual series. Right. I mean, it- I don't know. Wesley's getting pretty old. Maybe we need a new child no, to come on. No, Wesley's to, fine. To lead. No. no, we'll just stick with no? Wesley. Okay. Because you know what? Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. And I'll tell you right now, they're going to go, let's get Wesley in. And some guy in a suit is going to say, oh, he's a little old. Who's the next youngest character we can get? Alexander, oh, bring in Alexander. Alexander. No, we're not no. doing it. He's not allowed no. on the show. It's so father it's... and son time. <laughs> but his father's actually, not even there. But wait, wait. the nineties though, they would have actually they've they've kind of figured out that kids that are younger want aspirational, slightly older children to look up to. So right. I think perfect. I think but the problem fine. is this is now Wesley right here, um, and so uh, as a ball <laughs> of light, I don't know how much we're going to. Hey, he seemed to be just solid and fine for. Uh, for the for the wedding so yeah <laughs> he was just phased out of time no one could see him that could be his special power that makes him sort of like an x-men kind of <laughs> character <laughs> oh he pulls the crew on wacky adventures through all of time and we get all the crossovers with all there the other go. series that we've been wanting well, 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 you, could, that's, you could cross over into the original animated series i that know yes your, how, how oh are we going gosh. to do that how is going to be the tas tng tas crossover because, I mean, you could do it. They're all still you could, at yeah. the time, 90s. Everyone was still alive, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think D was probably sick. Had but, passed. Yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, everyone, because I know by 2000, they were all, D may be the only one who have died by then. I ha- I've got to tell you, this has been done before. Um, in 2000, oh, I'm not going to know the exact year, mid-2000s, um, when they came, came out with the most most recent animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show, which I think was 2005, but I can't remember. Um, There was an episode, there was a little arc that they had uh, that literally crossed over with between, obviously, themselves, the 1987 cartoon, which is the one most people are familiar with, and then the original 83, 84, whatever the comic was when it came out. And it was actually really cool. Oh, wow. a really fun little arc that they had and all of their characters and all the differences and they got to play with them. So that would like, that would be a really cool crossover. Generations yeah. maybe could have even, even been better as an animated thing. Oh, where you animated had, movie generations, <laughs> the animated movie <laughs> where you could have, you know, Kirk and Picard at their prime. There's no reason you couldn't have done that. Uh, Not their JJ. 
<laughs> oh, we, there you go. There you go. It's basically Trials and Tribulations, but animated. Yeah. That would be super cool. And and with TAS, uh, the, ama- the amazing yes. dialogue of TAS, you could just recycle the whole clips and make it a new episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could have the TAS computer saying working, and you would think like it was just recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I like that having crossovers with uh, with the original animated series and with other... Um, I mean, Voyager wouldn't have happened yet. But, no, and that's. I think you could also uh, bring the Borg in more because Voyager hadn't quite overused it at that point. So they could be an interesting, like it could be a subset of the Borg or some like different type of the Borg that we don't know about because that could be in up the animated. Well, Hugh, yeah, well, it could be Hugh, who's also on, that's true. Who's also on a skateboard. Um, <laughs> Everybody's on skateboard. <laughs> well, you know, with helmets, obviously. No, 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 no. He was on a surfboard. Okay, it's totally different. <laughs> and you know, this actually brings up a point too. And I know I'm kind of giving away one of our conceits that we've already put down, which is this series takes place in the late '90s. But the, these crazy ideas that we're getting could happen now. I mean, one thing I just did want to point out, and we, we can go back to being in the I '90s because it'd be hoverboards, obviously. But. No, no, what I'm saying is they like all of the cast members are are still working and active. Like they could produce a TNG TAS show right this moment and place it in the middle of season four if they wanted to. There's no reason they couldn't do it. So we'll, we'll continue the other conversation. I just wanted to bring that point up at some point during the conversation only because that's interesting to think about. And this is what I come back to a lot. You know, I play a lot of games and I would love to see like a best of both worlds video game. Like they could produce that and oh my God. have everybody reprise their roles and every, you know, or something like that. And there's no reason that they can't do that. And I hope maybe in the future that they do. I mean, cause it's a great story and you can't just leave it there. <laughs> uh, but no, that's a good idea. We've talked about stories a little bit here, but what about characters? And we, we've, of course we've come up with, with Mender Flipper here. Of course. She was going to show up, but um, yeah. Are there any, it, it, first officer spot. Are there any new sets that we would see on the Enterprise mm-hmm. E, the animated uh, E? Oh. Cetacean. Oh. Cetacean yeah. ops. Cetacean we'd see ops. that for sure. Well, there there would be a lot of conceits that you could kind of go through and do that we never get to see. Like, right, like, right. say the gra- That's the thing. It's so much easier to animate a whole new section of the right. ship than to build a set right. for it. Yep. Uh, like, imagine the things they could do with the holodeck. That they can't do, you know, like, you could go on the surface of Saturn or some other... You, you mean know, the like, danger room? <laughs> <laughs> we are literally, it is the same show. I'm telling you, you just change pigments, it's literally the same show. But the Sentinel Borg? It's, it's the, yes, there you go. <laughs> we will assimilate I you. I Master Mold. <laughs> He just changed one word. There. No, it's different. <laughs> or, or what about things like? Um, oh no, grav- it's mag. Ro- Tom, you look. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Oh gosh. <laughs> what, what about? What about well, okay. Go ahead. I was gonna say. Here's a. Would it be interesting if Patrick Stewart decided no, he did not want to do a cartoon voice. We would have to have a replacement captain, Brent Spiner. Like, okay, could doing create, Patrick yeah. Stewart voice. <laughs> Yeah, he would just do character. his voice exactly. He does do a, a problem a pretty solved. Good, uh, pretty good, Patrick Stewart. That's true. 
Well, yeah, because again, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just wondered if that would be something he at that point would be interested in doing, or if he'd be like, nah. Because yeah, was- I don't remember him doing a lot of voiceover work. Yeah, because that was sort of when he was, you know, getting. That's when X. When did X Men come out? Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. Because that's kind of when Patrick Stewart started to like really, I mean, begin his hit of or sort of his post TNG. I'm now doing movies and everything else career. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't have, well, I mean, we've kind of got a built-in replacement. If we didn't have Patrick, it would just be Riker, right? Oh yeah, mm. the kids love Riker. <laughs> He's the number one dad. <laughs> I mean, th- I mean th- that my, that's where my mind goes right away. And then we, yeah. And then without Worf. We're definitely going to get data as number two. Well, number Ooh. one at that point, I guess. <laughs> Unless Commander Flipper comes in and she's like, I'm after your job, buddy. <laughs> You're in my way. You're in my way. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Data Data's just like looking over his shoulder like, in way. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I don't know if I threw a monkey wrench in there. Or... No, no, no. It's okay. Uh, this is the- <laughs> Let me show you these blueprints I drafted up for a completely submerged bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a monkey in this too, Aaron? <laughs> Wait. Now that would be the 70s. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. Uh, but I was just thinking of the things that they could do with animation that we never got to see, like things like the, the gravity giving out, right? Uh, yeah. Or, or you know, and, spacewalks. And, and with animation, they're just like hanging there, you know, the characters. <laughs> it would just be awesome. But I mean, it, like you could do a whole creepy episode with all the power out. It, when when I say all the power, I mean all the power in the ship out, which means there's no gravity and like how people like trying to discover what's going on. It's it's an episode that I've always wanted, and I feel like it kind of writes itself. And like you don't know which way's up or which way's down. There's no lights. There's nothing going on. Like it's anyways. But disaster two. Exactly. Or twisted. The TNG version. Disaster 2. More disaster. <laughs> How many babies are being born in this one? Oh, no. <laughs> wait, wait. Is Commander Flipper now delivering <laughs> birth? Uh, what are dolphin babies oh. called? Are they called pups? I don't know. I think they are. I don't remember. Right. What, what we need. Is that going to be the Ale- new Alexander of TNG TAS? Is Commander Flipperette? <laughs> That would flipperette would be flippers, you know. That's how it works. It's, it's Gadzuki, right? Yeah. Gadzuki. <laughs> it's called a uh, calf. Calf. Oh, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Oh, that's right. See, I'm now picturing dolphin babies. <laughs> well, that would be season two when things aren't going well. We have to bring in the dolphin baby. Ooh, you could have something where they they end up being like they they're shunted into alternate realities, and those are actually just other cartoons that they're making fun of. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> I think. Like, oh no, we're crossovering <gasps> with the Uncanny X Men. Well, guys, you know, <laughs> we can finally we can finally see the Mirror TNG episode on TNG TAS. There we go. Because that's what I want to see on my children's program: evil version of the crew. Killing well, and torturing in the poo booth of agony. <laughs> to be honest, except for maybe Deep Space Nine, the mirror universe is pretty two-dimensionally cartoonish. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I want to see Flipper with a goatee. I mean, that's that's what I want to see. <laughs> it's it's a uh, high- like a big old tattoo on the side of his yep. face. No, on her face, Darren. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Other parts of the ship, main shuttle bay. Yes. Oh. Nice. yes. That can only be fit now. That's where the monkey works, right? 
And and we could have uh, Lieutenant Flax. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Uh, yes, the main shuttle bay. We've talked about this a thousand times, and how we never got to see it. Uh, and again, uh, Captain's yacht as well, right? Captain's yacht. Oh uh, yeah. We else didn't get to see, but those kinds of things are not hard to do on in animation. You know, I shouldn't say not hard to do, but not any harder to do than any other location or or, or set. But and then uh, our other not new show, but sort of rebooted show, Melodic Treks. You know, they had their recent Ron Jones uh, interview. Let's bring him back for the animated series because you need music. You need lots of music in animated. He did DuckTales as well as other stuff. I think he could be doing TNG TAS. I mean, this is his time to shine again. And now I have DuckTales in my head. Thanks. <laughs> We're going to need to make a shirt next that has all of the Earl Grey acronyms. It's like TNG RPG, NG, <laughs> TNG TAS. <laughs> We would have to come up with a better name, though. Uh, but it has to be a really '90s name, so it would be like Star Trek Extreme. Star Trek Extreme, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But with, yeah. with just an X, no E. There's no. We don't deal yeah. with that nonsense in the beginning of the world. Oh, Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. Oh, there you go. We just make it one <laughs> word. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> this is this is before hashtags, of course. Actually, you could actually make it one word: Star Trek Stream. Yep. <laughs> It actually Extreme, yeah. actually works. <laughs> it does. It hurts your head. <laughs> to say it, but it works. <laughs> oh, you kids today with your Trek steams. Well, when when we were we just watched it on the syndicated, and that we were happy with that. And the only show that it would be good enough to follow is, of course, Street Sharks, because that's the, <laughs> the other most quintessential '90s show Woo-hoo! I can think of. And I think we also just found the title for the episode, <laughs> Star Trek Stream. It's what it's got to be. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's Biker Mike from Mars, or Biker Mike. <laughs> yeah, Biker, Biker Mike from Mike Mars. Mars. And everyone's, you everyone's know. like, come on, you should be watching Deep Space Nine. No, Trek Stream. Trek Stream. <laughs> <laughs> Tre- no, so, so just Trek Stream crossover with Biker Mike from Mars. <laughs> yes. and- Nothing but crossover. Ninja Turtles and Dimension X and all this crazy stuff. Oh, man, I would love it. Uh, I would love it. I, I would just to happen. In the, in the beginning, Q's just like, he pops in. He's like, eh, eh forget that. He's just, he's just like, this is, you've, got, you've gone soft, Picard. I, I can't dig no, this anymore. No, but this is perfect, right? Like, Q, this is now what's happening in my mind. Q he can go and turn like, into all kinds of crazy characters. <laughs> Q. Q is, uh, he is like the self-aware Deadpool-like character. And oh, gosh. And Q is going to be completely live action in this show. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to be the only part of the show that's totally self-aware. No, no. Or, or can he just be, like, in the intro? Like, he comes out, like, it's John Delancey, and he's like, hi, kids, today's episode, we're going to be talking. He, like, bookends. So, basically, uh, Freakazoid. Q is Freakazoid. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. He does run around in less than underwear. So. <laughs> hi, I'm Universe's Q. You may remember me. <laughs> From all those episodes with the word Q in them, except Tapestry. Ha, I got you what there. What about all good things? No. <laughs> He could he could uh, walk in in the in the pilot episode and be like, "Hey kids, I know things look a little different than what you're used to, but thanks. this is just a clever trick I'm playing on the crew." Like <laughs> called animation. Well, remember he did say in all good things that there was a lot of things that Jean Luc would be uh, looking forward to. You know, man, I think Q should be in every episode, but we don't realize it. He's just he's a he's morphed into another character in the back. <laughs> That's a great idea, like. 
<laughs> and we just see him in the back, like waving. And, you know, no one sees him. That's your no game. One at acknowledges the end, him. Is this like at the end of the credits? It's like they show where he is. Because <laughs> this is I'm trying to remember Blues Clues. That, that was kids after about time code. I think. So this is pre Blues Clues. Like, where's Q guy? There he is. There he is over there. See, I don't see him. <laughs> Is he over here? No, he's freaking over there. I think we just de-aged the show out. Quite a bit. <laughs> okay, okay, no, no, it's okay. a spinoff. Q's Clues. Oh, Q's Clues. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, kids, when I was stuck in a comedy, yeah. Oh, man, I'm just... I had a lot of time on my hand. I played mind games. Oh, I'm just imagining... How well Picard would do on Q's clues because he, he hates children. <laughs> no, they, no, Q's there and he's wait, like, Picard. Wait, you, where is the anomaly? Saying- he's like, Q, it's Q is right there. He's like, is it over here? No, Q, I see it right there. Is it over here? It's like, dang it, Q. So, like, Q is blue in this, and Picard is, I, I don't know the guy's name. I know more than Steve. He's, so, Picard is Steve. I can see this. Oh, man, my mind has gone in a thousand different directions. I'm just thinking. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go back to the uh, guessing where Q was in each episode. And you know, like this, the corridor set that we get and at the back of it, there's like that, uh, there's a plant. We get a plant in one of the, one of the corridor sets. I just imagine Q is just kind of hiding in there. <laughs> like, Ooh, what's, what's going on? He's always in a scant. <laughs> That's how you can tell it's No, him. I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be like the X-Men. There are no scan. Well, it'd be really weird, I suppose. <laughs> That's yes, weird. nothing That's we've animated. talked about tonight. It would be weird at all. So it's, yeah, <laughs> this I, is totally normal for 90s. <laughs> cool theme tunes, extreme action, lots of phaser lasers. Phaser lasers. Phaser lasers. Oh, boy. It okay. doesn't hit anyone. But they'd still have... Uh, what was it? Life support belts? Because, you know, we don't want to redraw everyone with spacesuits on. Let's just put a glow around them. Yeah, first contact would have been so much cooler if they were walking on the Enterprise E with just lines around them. <laughs> Morph is all like, I'm going to throw up in my life belt suit. <laughs> I want to do that as a costume for Star Trek Las Vegas, but I haven't figured out how to do it. <laughs> just have lines somehow around you. Cello- yeah. Cellophane, I think. You just put cellophane <laughs> on your body. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm thinking of, maybe the the entire animated series is kind of a, a prank by Q on Picard, right? So he's like, first episode, maybe even we get five minutes of live action. Oh, wow. And then Q is like, snap your fingers. And, and Picard and everybody's like, what is going on? What is... And, and Q's like, I've brought you... Okay, two. everyone, snap your fingers with me. One, <laughs> two, three. Can you snap... I brought you to this new universe, this different dimension, <laughs> and and you're gonna have some fun adventures in this new place. And it's like a that's Voyager storyline of the show. You find your way back to the By, yeah, to, to the three dimension, you know, three dimensional space or whatever. <laughs> Move along home. <laughs> There's lots of different ways you could you could go with it. Now, now, I, 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 '90s cartoons are obviously the highest in quality. Um, but of course, you know, you have the the TAS original. Obviously, what had some visual challenges. So, are are we going to have anything that sort of like has a look to it that's a little bit different, or is this going to be as high quality as, of course, '90s 
late 90s cartoons are. Have you watched late 90s cartoons lately? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I'm, quite high, it's quite high quality. That, as you it's what are. YouTube it was invented for. Ah, okay. <laughs> You know, uh, are you, so, so you're asking if there's like a visual, yeah, what would be, like a, wouldn't a make specific look or yeah, yeah. And uh, if we were now in this time, we'd be talking about TAS TNG going like, oh guys, you remember how they used to do the whatever's? <laughs> I would say it would have a little bit of that sort of the the beginning influence of anime. So you would get a little bit of that, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Robotech kind of because it. I think that would be the most on par if you were trying to kind of compare. <laughs> So Data is now is like has a drink dispenser built into his arm. He can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Well, these parts where Data would be like now going into Android Vision, and it'd be like if you remember like the Robotech uh, cartoon <laughs> where it'd go into like the 3D or whatever they called that. Oh god, like like Johnny Quest, like the one <laughs> oh, segment yeah. they animated in, right. in 3D. Like what about reboot? Yeah, because oh, reboot. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What oh, about god. the? Um, yeah, and they even got the com badges. Reboot. They do. That's it's, right. That's exactly the same right. thing. <laughs> What about uh, their uniforms? I feel like they would be adjusted in some way, like to make them look more actiony. So, yep. Like I, I, I guess maybe they'd they'd be maybe a zigzag or an X on them. <laughs> oh. In two thousand six, there was an attempt to create a new Star Trek animated series, and it was set in the twenty sixth century because um, they wanted to keep moving it forward in time. And they have very actiony kind of uniforms. Yeah, it makes sense. It just be have like. like the Delta Shield almost. Like the, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking big old, like, solid red tunic, but, like, with a black X across for the... <laughs> it's got to be an X God, It is Trek literally stream. the same cartoon, except instead of an X, <laughs> it's a Delta Shield. Okay? Oh, that's it. That's it. It's not an X that goes across their chest. It comes up. It's like a Delta Shield, and it yes. goes down. Perfect. That makes total sense. And, and their it, shuttlecraft is the uh, Delta Fly... Oh, wait, that's been used <laughs> It is basically the shirts that I designed for us for Trek <laughs> If you look at them, yeah, you they have that big belt out. buckles with the Delta Shield on it, or Wait, with an X. You, Can they just put an are X? Are there on life that? belts on that shirt, Aaron? Oh my god, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting those. No, I actually, you know, they could for uh, they could have they don't have to have life belts. This is now you know the 24th century. Right. It's the communicator. It's oh. all it's all built into the the com badge. Just tap so it. Don't then, lose it. Yeah. <laughs> or you're. In I trouble. feel like yes. I feel like there there is a tutorial of like well, there's one to t- communicate, two to life belt. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Don't miss those Three up for classical jazz. <laughs> don't mess those. Up. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> you're like in your life belt in space, and they're like, like, come hey. in, number one. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ah! Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so one final topic that I wanted to get to, and I didn't write this in my notes, but I was listening, uh, Darren and Aaron, to your first episode and loved the little commercial bits. Stardate 45484.7. While exploring a planet near the neutral zone, the Enterprise shuttlecraft comes under disruptive cannon fire from a Romulan warbird. The shuttlecraft fires back with its phasers, which are deflected by the Romulan shields. Suddenly, the Enterprise appears, firing her photon torpedoes. Outgunned, the Romulan warbird activates its cloaking device and is gone. Under impulse power, Enterprise maneuvers out of orbit before engaging warp drive. Star Trek The Next Generation, new action accessories from Playmates. And so now I want to ask, I want to throw it out to you guys. What what are the merchandising opportunities? Uh, the commercialization opportunities? Like, what is the? Oh, there's so many opportunities. Well, is it, yeah. Isn't Data one big Star Trekulator? <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. 
what like can we get like um some sort of I don't know some sort of tuna with Commander Flipper on it as the logo as the as the <laughs> as the mascot. <laughs> Action tuna. Action tuna. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm I'm getting too early '90s and not late '90s, but I'm thinking like splats and all that stuff would be like Commander Flipper. <laughs> Super soaker phasers. Oh, oh, there it is. That is perfect. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yes. There it is. That would be awesome. <laughs> In. With the power chamber, <laughs> I phaser lasered you. More. <laughs> and and they would put like some meaningless little dial. I stunned you. No, I vaporized yeah. you. <laughs> it, really... it, it doesn't do anything. It's just mist. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stun is. Well, no, mist. you have to do like red food coloring in the water to make it into the phaser. <laughs> so you'd be staining people's <laughs> t-shirts left and right. <laughs> Oh. Then they'd be recalled because it would be like something new. <laughs> Dangerous to be drinking. Star Trek Extreme Lawn Darts. Wait, no, 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 no. Nerf, nerf guns. Nerf guns would be Yeah, good. nerf guns. I'm, try- I'm just trying to think of like the, the flipper-related merchandise because this is the key to our, our animated TNGTAS. Sauceration, saucer separation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There would be a flipper beanie baby. Oh yes, yeah. oh, that's a good yes. point. There'd be like the whole family Beanie Baby set, right? But, but the flipper one would be the hardest one to find, and so <laughs> yep. you'd have to go to your dial-up um, and look up on some of the message boards and see what uh, Trek Stream. Fire up Netscape <laughs> and you go to ask Jeeves, how can I find my flipper Beanie oh, Baby? Gosh. I need to join AOL chat room Trekstream22. <laughs> you have to log in, ask your parents' permission for the UPN Kids Club. Trekstream Kids Club. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Let's see. And that's hosted by uh, Brent Spiner, of, of course. course. Oh, there'd be an after show where he, like, he's reading the fan mail from Trekstream Kids Club. Send your fan mail to P.O. Box Care of. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Chicago, that. Illinois, mm-hmm. six oh six five. Thank you, topic. thank you, Darren. <laughs> I was going to mention the stick stickly thing, but <laughs> I didn't know if it was appropriate. Data Furbies, Ooh. or the 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 uh, Commander Flipper. Data Chia Pets. Wait, no, it'd have to be Picard. No, not, not Chia Pets. Sorry, be Picard. Yeah, t- Gigapets. Yeah, yeah Gigapet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Spot would be the perfect. Uh, the perfect Tamagotchi, right? Like it would just be it would be no different than That's a normal right. You're like, Tamagotchi. It would there's just one be button that says down. You just keep pushing it. This is down. <laughs> down is good. <laughs> down. Get down. It's just it's like a lot of buttons, but it's just the biggest button on the bottom is down. And because it's still the nineties, we'd probably have like the, you know, Counselor Troy easy bake chocolate oven. Oh, That's yeah. true. You no, know, easy easy replicate. Yeah, replicator. replicator. The easy baked replicator. Yes. <laughs> so they're like, wait a minute. I have to actually bake this? It's not a real replicator. But there's batteries. Well, yeah, you put you put matter in the shape of this cake mix inside it and it, but it comes but it's, out. But it's peptide cake, Terry. Oh, you have <laughs> the mint frosting a, a packet of mint frosting that you would... <laughs> then we're going to have kids like with knives like approaching their parents like trying to... It's just not going to be How good. How many lawsuits does TNG... Oh, God. T- I'd say these were good toys. 
<laughs> and in 2000, if you are part of the class action suit against TNG, <laughs> you might be due to <laughs> compensation. Product liability really rose radios. in the 90s. So the knife that comes with to cut the cake is like the serrated <laughs> giant knife from the movie. Yeah, you can make cellular peptide cake. Yep, exactly. Um, Jordy would have a visor uh, oh, toy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that you that, could that see actually, the... but it had the little mirrors in the side so you could see behind you because that was all the rage. Like, so you could yeah. see the the see behind you uh, sunglasses, and all the kids would run into walls because you can't see anything <laughs> through it. But another lawsuit. But you know, and you would have to have you'd have skateboards with like nacelles on the side or something like that. How <laughs> we're talking? Run into everything. Yeah. Now, well, how Pogs. how would you? Oh, yes. oh my Pogs. god! Did we not talk about pogs? That would be amazing. An entire set. <laughs> Of Star Trek Stream. There would be literally an entire Pogs. enterprise that only existed because the saucer separated into a slammer. And then you would just <laughs> slam your pogs with it. No, no. They'd have a they'd have like a flat cardboard board that had holes in it, kind of like the coin collectors, and so you would collect pogs that were the different parts of the ship and you'd fill it to create your Ultimate Enterprise, but of course, you know, you'd always run out of main engineering pieces or something. And then what would be the uh, um, Game Boy TNG TAS game? I was just thinking Power Glove. It's a little bit later yeah. earlier than that, though. But, you know, actually, I was thinking... Maybe like a Tetris mod or something with Borg? Well, no, no, no. This is... Mm. Come on, guys. It's a little later than that. But I was actually yeah. thinking, Philip, mm-hmm. I agree with you, and we're going to dig into a little bit of Earl Grey history here. Oh, God. What would um, the the uh, experience beige game the 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 sequel to that game, the TNG TAS VCR no, 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 video laser, game Laserdisc? Oh, Laserdisc yeah. video laser game disc. be like on the animated Enterprise E? That would be pretty interesting. You'd also have your um, like uh, tricorder Game Boy. Yo, Ooh. something like that. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yes, yeah, so it's not actually a game. It just does science equations, and you're like, it would be like it the TNG TAS Tricorder Challenge. You're like, oh, mom, really? <laughs> Wait, they a not have this Super just Mario a, World? This is just a TI-83. This is just a graphing calculator. <laughs> it's it's the 1990s Treculator. <laughs> There's no game in this. Is this like when they this when they reskin Mavis Beacon to Captain Picard teaches typing kind of a thing? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Type out my name as fast as you can. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. You're boop, my boop, number boop, one boop. typist. <laughs> it has a hyphen. You have typed at... They could turn the game into an actual game. <laughs> Make it so... Ooh, the oh. game into a game. Yeah. The game, yeah. So you're holding up your little Game Boy right in front of your face, just going... <sighs> <sighs> that might be a little inappropriate. It has the option of yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, was it the the Game Boy like the VR? Oh, yes, um, you're talking ab- mm-hmm. uh you're talking about the uh uh Virtual Boy. Oh, Virtual, Virtual Boy. Boy. Yes, yeah. Virtual Boy the game. <laughs> I sell eight copies, it was, but it'd be exactly great. What would <laughs> I love the 90 strikes back. You remember TNGTAS? <laughs> you mean Boy, what Trek were they Do you mean Star Trek Stream? <laughs> <laughs> Watch, no, no. Actually, it's its actual name is Star Trek The Next Generation, the animated series, but all the fans refuse <laughs> to call it that, and they call it Star Trek Stream until, like, the... And what is it? See, it has three seasons. Wow, that was awfully... In total... Farther than I thought it would go. No, no, but... No, 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 but in total... 
18 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's like Sherlock, kind of. <laughs> Only not Spurs as good. Spurs had like seven seasons. Come on. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm thinking of right now is in this alternate present that has this TNG extreme show is the BuzzFeed article that says eight, the eight adult things you missed in the TNG extreme show from the 90s, you know. Oh, man. The real reason Michael Dorn wasn't brought back on was due to. Oh, boy. And we're like, and all of us are taking the quiz and we're like, yeah, we all knew these. Gosh, they always say like things you didn't know. We all knew knew. there was a Beanie Baby flipper. Duh, they cost the most. What was was the most expensive Beanie Baby of TNGTS? Commander Flipper. Here's the spot on my shelf where it's not sitting. (laughs) No one has that anymore, I think. Oh, boy. When you have like all sorts of happy meals and like, oh that. yeah oh yeah happy meals and like they'd have like twenty Rikers and you're trying to find the Picard one you can crash test dummy spinoff oh my <laughs> crash test but with the Enterprise D and you're just like so you like you crash it and it goes like and then you can like snap it back and do it over and over and over isn't that where the E comes out like if you break it the E flies <laughs> out like the intro. <laughs> Oh boy! <clears throat> no, that's Nemesis. <laughs> no. Nice, nice. All right, um, guys, let's. I I can't believe that we just talked about that for an hour and barely even scratched my notes. Uh, but we, I, we need to come back to this. I think so. <laughs> we, we have so many cells left. We need T-shirts. We need posters. We need cover art. Aaron, I'm glad we brought you on board. We got to be selling it. Selling it. Selling it. <laughs> Before you even knew what you had, you slapped it on a lunchbox. <laughs> you just, you're so concerned of whether or not you could, you didn't stop to think you should. TNG finds a way. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, man, that's fun. And that might be our uh, promo clip. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, um... Yeah, so you know we've we've gone all over the place here, uh, but I I do I feel like there's maybe just a, you know I'm maybe I'm going too far, but maybe there's an inch more to mine. Final thoughts, guys. I'm going to leave it open. Anything that you meant to say, somebody said something ridiculous, and then we talked about it for 20 minutes, and you didn't get to say it. Uh, anything else that you, that you imagine would be in this TNG animated series? Awesome mid 90s extravaganza celebration of the great decade that was the 90s. Well, I feel like you you could, because, I mean, yeah, there was a seriousness, because, like, I'm thinking about, like, X-Men, and I'm not saying necessarily, like, deep stories, but, I mean, there were serious stories. I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, uh, with Bishop, um, was it in Futures Past or Futures in? I, one of the biggest ones, you know, that people remember, at least, at least that are nerds. Um, but, you know, it was it was pretty serious, you know, in as much as it was. Um, so I'm trying to think of, you know, the stories that we would still have um, and in the 90s, you know, what would be like. Gargoyles was serious, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what were the, the late 90s sort of things, you know. <laughs> Wesley gets a phaser and accidentally shoots someone. It's all about gun violence and don't play with Phaser weapons. locks. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think the lot. 90s were beyond the, like, you know, that, that sort of, of week. really simple message. Yeah, it's like it's still a bigger message, but it's not quite so on the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think- yeah. I agree. I mean, I agree. Like, we joke about it, and there there was that element of ridiculousness to it, but under underlying that kind of thing was a bigger story. X-Men is a perfect example. Uh, Gargoyles also. Seri- that was serialized storytelling in 
in kids' cartoons at the time. And uh, Batman did the same thing. Oh, yeah. uh, the Superman Justice yep. League that whole that whole thing also did the same kind of thing where it was like really good stories and and we joked a lot but i actually think that we maybe could have gotten some pretty interesting things out of this as well yeah i think of the you know if the the more serious take on this with definitely and it probably given you know just that time period more of the accepting of others and just sort of that that whole arc of just because you're different doesn't mean that that's about and it really goes well with the whole idic and yeah, sort of and the whole Star Trek message. The big time of, and I'm not trying to be pejorative, like sort of the big diversity movement, um, having grown up then. Um, you know, sort of like the big, that was the big thing in the 90s uh, the, that they were sort of like embracing. I mean, put- yeah, and how many times how many times have we referenced X-Men? But uh, And that's exactly the core message yeah. of that is. And, yep. or even before that, Captain Planet, like all of those kinds, that, those, that's oh, yeah. what those things. And we, we literally joked about Captain Captain Commander Flipper, like filling six checkboxes of diversity. <laughs> we joked about it, but it's true. That was that was the time in which we were like, yes, we were trying to include different different characters to represent different kinds of people. And and S- Star Trek is perfect for that. I mean, it's perfect for that in so many ways because it can represent so many different kinds of people all at once. So, and with animation, you are not limited at all to finding what you know somebody would believe is the perfect look for a person you just draw them yeah i was i actually just had the thought of you know you were talking daniel about what if this was more set in the like thousands you know later than um later than the 90s and it made me think of uh stargate infinity which was a one series or one season run of an animated stargate show and you look at the figures and they're all like, you know, they're like action figures. They're just like hulked out. You got the alien, you got the girl, you got, I don't think any of the principal cast are really in it nope. at all. But even though some of the characters kind of look like them, but uh, yeah. So, but no, this was a really fun thought experiment and went in a million directions, but I think it was better for now, it. Now, of course, and this could all, the, the Cartoon Network, because this is when Cartoon Network started, was late 90s. Cartoon cartoons. Dun- well, no, this, see, this would be, and uh, this would be part of, you're watching Toonami. Toonami, that's right. That's oh, a yeah. TNG, TAS, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> and Sailor Moon. <laughs> that's true. And Star Trek's dream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd start with Powerpuff Girls, then go into Toonami, but that was just yeah. me oh, in of 2000, course, yeah. so. Sugar. Spice. Yeah, I'm just looking at the uh, Stargate Infinity stuff. It's like, yeah. That's the, that, we, sh- we need to talk about that at some point, Aaron, because it's another one of those, like, there was an animated mm-hmm. Stargate. Yeah. Like, it's kind of in the same boat. We could like, do it at some point just to jump in forward in time and just, like, <laughs> just do a. Suddenly, well, I mean, the success I mean, of like animated TV spinoffs. Yeah. Because uh, of the 70s stuff that we're talking success. about, the. It's like the year that that came out, there's Emergency uh, Plus Four, which is based on the Emergency TV show. There's Lassie. There, I mean, you don't have to keep any of this, obviously. Uh, <laughs> there's um, I Dream of Jeannie, My Favorite Martian, The Partridge Family. Oh, and yeah. There's some other one. But it's like those are all based off live action stuff. And it was like just crazy. It's just everything became animated. That was They did that for the – oh, and the Brady Kids. That's what the other one was. Because, you know – I've seen your promos. <laughs> we – yeah, I, know, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, they had a it was a, a special in the '90s on on Nickelodeon about um, kind of done d- the Brady Bunch done in a a, uh, a Ken Burns style, and they had this other like and like some of us or 
And I was like, like all of us, well, some of us, actually very few of us, <laughs> the Bradys became animated. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you tell me, Aaron, that the, the mom or one of the characters like didn't know there was a series? Like she wasn't asked Yeah, that was the Partridge that, family. That's the Partridge family. Yeah, it right. was Howard Stern asked her what it was like to, uh, you know, like, why didn't she go on? Was she like not asked? And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she had no clue it existed. And they reverted her character back to the pilot, which it was a different name and everything. So they felt like, oh, we don't even have to ask her. It was a different person. It has been fun. I mean, it has been a blast talking about a total Star- blast <laughs> to, to the extreme. Total blast, <laughs> awesome dudes. It has been radical. It has been radical talking about Star Trek Stream here tonight with these great guys. Uh, but believe it or not, I guess some other people have been talking about some stuff too. If you want to listen to that, uh, take a listen. At what else you may have missed in live action Trek FM. <laughs> yeah. Previously on Trek.fm, Earl Grey. Jordy is the one that's like, you know what? No, you're wrong. You're wrong about Data. I'm going to drop a challenge right here, and Data's totally going to step up to the plate, and you're going to get served, Plasky. And that's how LaForge created Moriarty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it turned out good, but I mean, he had good intentions. The Orb. The Wadi, a fun-loving race from the Gamma Quadrant, arrive at DS9 eager to play a game with Cisco and the crew. One that appears to be a matter of life and death. All right, so are we moving along, Matthew? Oh, we're moving along. (laughs) Is there any redeeming value? The ready room. He's carrying in the lamb chop sock puppet (laughs) saying, She stayed at her post. (laughs) While Charlie Horse ran. (laughs) While Charlie Horse ran. (laughs) (laughs) To the journey! It feels like I just won an Oscar. And an Emmy and a Tony all at the same time. And a People's Choice Award. And a Nickelodeon Award. Dang. So, yeah. So not quite an EGOT, but close. <laughs> Commentary, Trek Stars. I haven't seen Mean Girls. You haven't seen Mean Girls. I oh know. Everybody wants me to see oh Mean Girls. Oh, my God. Yeah, you have to see Mean Girls. I mean, after yeah. Josie and the Pussycats, though. So. Oh, I see with Josie and the Pussycats. The 602 Club. I actually like when they bring in the big container for the brain fish at the beginning. That's so weird. <laughs> and it, really it opens mysterious. up and it's, you know, speaking through the... And all the minions that have yeah. to mop up after it at the end. Yes. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was pretty no. funny. All the, it's like a slug trail. Um, you can actually see one of the guys while he's talking, kind of wandering around, mopping up. I was like, yeah. what is that guy doing? Literary tricks. You're totally right that when Atonement was done, I really did feel like um, everybody needed a break. Like a Not Kit Kat that bar? There wouldn't be challenges and obstacles and things, but I wanted the the next sort of series of adventures that they faced for a while to be more infused with the sense of wonder that sort of underpins all of Trek. Women at Warp. A. Which are the initials that Picard carved into Boothby's tree back on Starfleet Academy, and that is how he met Boothby the groundskeeper. Well, we never did learn Boothby's first and second name, did we? <laughs> it was all a ploy to get to hang out with Boothby. Meta Trex. If I look at the Abrams verse now, having talked it out, it seems like they're both an alternate timeline and uh, and an alternate reality at the same time. Not every sense of alternate timeline, not every sense of alternate reality, but there's at least one sense in which they overlap, and you can say you can have your cake and eat it too, and, and the Abrams verse is both at the same time. Melodic Treks. I wanted something for the chorus, you know, a phrase, 
uh, describing them, which is uh, amazing. And I wanted to use a different word for that, uh, for amazing. And in this case, I, I, I sought out the, the African Swahili word, uh, Kushengeza, which is an actual word that means amazing. And introducing Saturday Morning Trek, a show about the animated series and all things Trek in the 1970s. Chekhov was in the first season, but he was working on the third deck behind the boiler room and was ill with a condition called Malapropsky's malady, which is a kind of 23rd century version of Montezuma's revenge, and was hidden in the bathroom, ensconced there for hours and hours, while poor Mr. Khan's genetically engineered kidneys about to explode, pounded pitifully on the door, begging to be let in, until finally the door opens, Chekhov steps out, Khan looks at him and says, Your face, I remember. That's the best explanation I've ever heard. (laughs) You get, you get the idea that I've told this story before. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows to get in on the Daily Trek Talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows Podcast Directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to Trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek FM Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on Facebook.com slash TrekFM or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, Audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks, with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers, and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice, along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trekfm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trekfm today. All right, Aaron, it has been awesome. I mean, it has been extremely awesome to have you here on on Earl Grey. Uh, Why don't you tell everybody here where they can find you? Well, uh, you can actually find Darren and me at... uh on um, Saturday Morning Trek, uh, the newest podcast on the network. Uh, we talk about uh, TAS, the actual, no, no, well, I guess S-T-T-A-S. And <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at Geek Filter, and I'm in the Babel Conference kind of all the time. Awesome. And Philip, where can people find you as well? Um, they can find me on Twitter. My handle is NC Public Servant. That's NC for no animation cells. Darren, where can they get a hold of you? On Twitter, they can find me under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I, as well as, as Aaron said, on Saturday Morning Trek. Or they can also check out a lot of Aaron's artwork, as he is our art director and produces all of our awesome BridgeMate content. <laughs> now available in the Trek.fin Redbubble store. The 
Trek FM stream Redbubble Red store. store. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure there will be one better. of those shirts coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they, of course, can find me on Twitter as well. Uh, I'm one up Dan. That is the number one, not the word. All right, guys, I've got to practice my six skills in the half pipe. So <laughs> I will catch you guys next week. Engage. Make it so. Live long and prosper to the extreme. Fire.